to the Productivity Podcast. Joined today by an old friend, Oliver Banks. Hi, how are you? I'm doing fantastically well, Simon. All the better for catching up with you once again. Flattery, I'll get you everywhere. (laughs) Number two in the three-part series prior to Productivity and Transformation event on the 15th of September. In the first one, we talked about retail miss and mottos. Really enjoyed that. Today, looking forward to hopefully learning some new retail acronyms and challenging you on the ones I pulled together. And I know you're going to challenge me on the ones that you've pulled together. Let's dive in. Oh, very good. Getting very excited, by the way, for productivity and transformation. Feels like it's just around the corner. It's uh, approaching week by week. 15th of September, we are going to be getting together a real live event catching up with over 100 colleagues from the retail industry, discussing some of the challenges in the retail marketplace. What are you excited about, Simon? Catching up with some old friends, I think making some new friends, looking forward to our guest speakers. So I think we can now announce the three that we've got lined up already. Do you want to start, Ollie? Well, I'm going to start with Ian Shepherd who is a fantastic speaker. He's been on the Retail Transformation Show a few times. He also did the very opening keynote for my virtual event, Retail Transformation Live. So I'm delighted to welcome him onto the real stage. If you don't know Ian, he is the chair at Benson's for Beds. He's an incredibly experienced retailer, holding positions like CEO of Game, CEO of Odeon, as well as lots of CMO roles and uh, plenty of other GM roles, etc. Super experienced. He's written a couple of fantastic books, Reinventing Retail and The Average is Always Wrong. He's got a wealth of knowledge to share and so pragmatic as well. I think everyone is just going to love Ian Shepherd. Excellent. Can't wait for that one. And Jason Cotter's joining us too. So Jason was formerly the managing director at Costa Coffee. He's worked for the Whitbread Group, amongst some other places, Travel Lodge. But currently he is the chief executive officer at Ollenstein or Langerhaust. So those of you that are in the south of the country, hopefully you've heard of Ollenstein, seen him in London, amazing, amazing bakery, amazing coffee, expanding rapidly. So he's going to have some brilliant stories to tell. Massive in Denmark, four or 500 sites, drive-throughs, all that kind of stuff. So really, really good brand and great guy. So um, looking forward to having a chat with him on stage. And then we've got Dulcie as well. So Dulcie Harvey, top right thinking, She's going to open everybody's eyes, I think, Ollie, with a bit of insight into how you can measure the quality of leadership conversations, which in a a world where costs are rising, we're probably going to have less people in our stores, call centres, hotels to service. The quality of leadership delivery and performance management, I think, is just going to be even more crucial than ever before. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, we can't forget Diane Well as well, who will be opening us up with some really up to the minute insight around how customers are shopping, what the return to physical stores looks like and so on. So that's going to be a really exciting foundation for the day. Yeah. Yeah. I think Dan's going to have some views on, will be in September, what Black Friday is going to look like, what their views on Christmas trading are. So really timely. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So it's all lined up to be a super, super day and I can't wait. So if you are joining us, then I will look forward to catching up there. And if not, then it's always worth reaching out and seeing if you can get on the waitlist, which I'll put the link on the show notes page today, because 
if people do drop out, then there's a chance to get in. Uh, it is completely booked up at the time of recording. Do hope that you can join us if you have not already registered your space. So, Simon, today we're going to have a bit of fun, as we usually do on the podcast, of course. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And <laughs> uh, we are going to dive in to a bit of a, a bit of a quiz. We're going to put you in particular on the hot seat, Simon, Cheers. and we're going to go through an A to Z of retail acronyms. Now, we all know retail acronyms are all over the place. You know, the whole joke about TLAs. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and actually what's really interesting to me is so often we talk in acronyms we talk in code and sometimes we don't actually know what those three letters for example actually stand for we might know what it means but we don't know what it stands for sometimes we don't even know what it means either so that's always entertaining as well uh, it's always quite interesting when people are using them to say what does what does that mean <laughs> So today we are going to be lifting the lid. We're going to go through a bit of an A to Z. Simon, I think you've got a few uh, tricks up your sleeve to throw back at me, as I'm sure we'll uh, we'll go through as we go. Oh, yes. But let's start right at the top with AOV. So I think that, well, I think this can mean a couple of things, but average order value is how I've historically known that one. Ding, right? ding, ding. <laughs> Should be keeping scores here. Should be keeping scores. There's no prize at the end, but average average order value. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that one before. Good. How about Boris? Well, I know I know a Boris. It <laughs> won't be with us for much longer, but um, no, it's a new one to me. Go on. So this is a, a form of omni-channel shopping. Boris stands for buy online, return in store. Okay. So Boris, it's a, 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 a switch up on Bopis, of course. How about for C, CRO? Well, I'd say Chief Revenue Officer, but that's a job, isn't it? So That is. Go on. Uh, well, I had, uh, and you could have C something for many different Chief Officers, right? Uh, yep. I was thinking conversion rate optimization here. It's a really interesting metric for e-com companies to be focused on. Often there's some really Great wins that you can make, super simple, for some massive benefit. How about D to C? Direct to customer. Yes, D to yes. C. Big big trend in the uh, in the retail market as brands go out direct to consumers right now. This is an interesting one. You'll definitely know what it means, but will you understand what it stands for? E-A-N. E-A-N. It's el- electronic. Is it assignment number? No, I'm afraid not. It's European article number or barcode number. <laughs> Probably more commonly known. FSDU. Freestanding display unit. Yes. Straight built in there. Built many of those, built many of those, <laughs> see many of them collapse, tried to move them full, which doesn't work. Are you, are you yes. a fan of FSDUs, by the way, Simon? Are they good? Are they good? I think my view is split. Having been on the receiving end of hundreds and hundreds of them in a promotional cycles in my DIY days and not having space to put them anywhere challenge with the right product, the right volume of them, because it all relies on the shops putting them in the right place. It's pointless having a FSDU of no more nails and putting it in the garden center. I think that there's been a change since my time though in stores where they a lot more, they're a lot easier to build. So they kind of, the sides open, the shelves fold down. You're not starting from scratch. 
we're working with somebody at the moment who actually puts the stock on as well. So they come, you basically just cut the bottom around, lift the cardboard off, mm. and they're there to go. My biggest challenge was, you know, customers hitting with trolley and they just collapse and mm. then you've got a load of products you can't put anywhere. Theory's good. I think they're getting better and better. But also with my environmental hat on, do we really need to be pushing all that cardboard into shops? Mm. Question. Yep. Yeah, very good point. Very good point. Moving on, GNFR. Goods not for resale. Yes, very good, very good. Nice, easy one for H. Not sure if you've got any advances on this one. HR. <laughs> Human resources. Human resources, absolutely. So important. Now, for I, I'm not sure if you'll know this one, IST. Interstore transfer would be in my DIY days, would be an IST. Well, that's interesting. So uh, same meaning, but different words. <laughs> I've got <laughs> Go on, internal stock transfer. Same, exactly the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, we get, they get, well, we'd send it and they get it. So at least we'd be doing <laughs> the same thing. It's a good example there of how acronyms can uh, can, can, can get confusing, right? Uh, yep. JIT. Just in time. Yes. Again, another, another easy one here. Hopefully you'll get it. Widely used, <laughs> often misunderstood. KPI. Key performance indicator. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think one of the, the the important bits of that particular one is the word key, because so often people think key performance indicator, oh, that's a metric. Any metric becomes a KPI, when actually your KPIs should be condensed. You can't have everything as a key performance indicator. Yes, you may have many performance indicators, but only a few Key ones would be uh, would be my suggestion. How about for L? An important one here, LFL. Like for like. Yes, really important because it's actually something that's kind of gone by the wayside over the past few years. What with the coronavirus and arguably now with the financial challenges, I think it's harder and harder to look at like for likes, particularly if you're talking YOY year on year can't use that one later <laughs> I've done that one. I think like for like so like certainly the last three years you'd have to discount the data and then you're almost back to 2019 when people say but it's not representative I don't absolutely and again dependent on your business I I remember again back to my DIY days Easter moved significantly which was our Christmas so it was really difficult to match a March with March and April with April because you did or didn't have Easter but then on top of that you could have a, you could have had smashed Easter one year because it was late, the weather was great, you had all your plants in, you had all your furniture ready to go, it was red hot. The year after the year after could be roughly the same date, but it's cold and wet. And from an from an influence point of view, can't do anything about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So moving on. Triple M. MMM. No idea. <laughs> so this one I've heard as the monthly management meeting. Also, okay. remembering it from Tesco, which where it used to stand for making moments matter as well. <laughs> Never heard that one either. There's two new ones. Another important one, NPS. Net Promoter Score. Yes, yeah, nice and easy. For O, how about, again, I'm sure you'll get this one, OSA. On shelf availability. Yes, very nice. PFS. Petrol filling station. Yes. I had to think that one. I knew yeah. the words, but I couldn't think of what it stood for. I was thinking, well, I know that. But How about QA? Quality assurance, but I'm not sure that's what it's going to be. Yes. No, quality assurance yeah, okay. was what I was thinking Good. of. Again, another important one to be thinking about. This one, 
depending on if I'm being nice or nasty, you could get definitely right or wrong. RRP, because I've got two up my sleeve. <laughs> recommended retail price, is it? Or retail recommended price, something like that. That's definitely one of them. Could you get the other one for a bonus point? <sighs> retail ready packaging. Yes, very nice. Very nice indeed. That was a last minute thought into my mind then. I was struggling. <laughs> but I've seen that as SRP as well. Yes. Shelf ready, shelf ready packaging, which, unless you've got which that for you've, you've just guessed. <laughs> result. Result. <laughs> that, was, that was record timing. How about instead, S-A-Y-S? S-A... Something like say as you see or say as you see it. Scan as you shop. Uh, I'm going for, yeah. For T, how about TCO? I feel like I know this, but I've got no idea what it is. If you think about if it was some equipment, perhaps, you were thinking about in a business case. To- uh, total cost of ownership. There you go. Very nice. Uh, UAT. User acceptance testing. Yes. VOC. Voice of the customer. Yep, very good. Um, WMS. Warehouse management system. Yes, very good. How about XR? Mm, again, I feel like I know this. Go on. Slightly cheating one here because there's no word beginning with X included. <laughs> it's extended reality, sort of the coming okay. together of aspects like uh, AR and VR. Now, of course, we've already had YOY, so why don't we go for YTD? Year to date. Yep. And Z, which is a bit of a head scratcher for this one, but I eventually managed to get one, which was ZM. Something management. Yeah, zone manager. Okay. A bit like a sort of regional manager or district manager. Store director, something like that. I think you did. So I did all right. You did. You did, did very right. well, actually, Simon. <laughs> did, did all right. You got the important one, so that's good. that's good to yeah. hear. <laughs> well, well, we'll turn the tables then. So mine are in no way structured in alphabetical order, but I've I've crossed the duplicates off, and we've got there's a few left here. There's a few left. So let, you ready to give it a go? Far away. Okay, so we've had one similar to this. So KRA. KRA. No idea. Never heard that one. Key result area. So similar to KPR. Oh, okay. Okay. Not a great start. No. <laughs> Not a great start. Not for one. It's a duck. There's, there's two which are very similar. So there's SLT and SMT. Senior leadership team? Yeah. And neither one's a play on words. SMT, senior management team. Yeah. Yep. Got it. Got it, got it, got it. 3PL? Uh, third party logistics. Nice. CX? Customer experience. Yeah, you see, that's another... It's another tricky one, isn't it? Because there's no... The X is a bit of a <laughs> curveball. DC. Distribution centre. Good. CRM. Customer relationship management. Yeah. CTA. We used to have this all the time in... Call to action. Previous will. Yeah. Uh, PDP. Oh, this could be could be a few. Personal development plan. That's why I had to go on. What else did you... I don't know. I have heard there? of it, other things, and I've asked, and it wasn't personal development plan at the time. <laughs> I can't remember yeah. what they were. OOS. Out of stock. Yeah. POP. POP. I don't know this one. Point of purchase. Point of purchase. Okay. So same as POS. <laughs> which, was, which was the next one. Um, <laughs> I wonder why we have point saving... of purchase and point of sale. What, what's the difference? <laughs> no idea. No idea. I think point of sale is the equipment, isn't it? And point of purchase is the tills. If that makes, is the area, I think. SKU. Stock keeping unit. Yeah, I didn't know that one until I'd done some research and I've been talking about SKUs for years. <laughs> SEL? Uh, shelf edge label. 
E-S-E-L. Electronic Shelf Edge label then, sorry. Yeah. E-D-L-P. Everyday Low Prices. Yeah. S-O-P. Standard Operating Procedure. And there's another one. Size of prize. Size of prize. Okay, I never heard that one as a uh, as an acronym. <laughs> so the the, the la- and the last two, the one of them's got an expletive, so we'll we'll uh, bleep that out. But um, FFS before we get to that one. <laughs> well, there, there wasn't one out, but there's two. Um, wag Wag Jill W A G J L L, and this is an absolutely ridiculous one from my time in DIY. So W A A G J L L. No idea. When no you, idea. When you sit in a meeting and people are talking about wag jills, you're like looking around for Jill <laughs> or some dog called Jill who's wagging the tail. It's what a good job looks like. What a good job looks like. Wow, I've never heard that one. And a, a common one from my time in J, in uh, in DIY JFDI. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, and they, we all know what we all know what the F stands for, and that's in some respects retail all over at times, isn't it? That uh, you can do all the stuff in the world and it becomes a JFDI yeah, job. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That I think completes, yeah, that's my list. So, yeah, it's a world of gobbledygook. And that I left out, you were lucky. Uh, you did well, but you were lucky because I left out all the dispensing acronyms from my boots <laughs> times because that is, that is a whole other podcast in, its, in itself. When you land in an organization that is pharmacy-led and they're talking about CHS, DDS, FRPS, PCS, it's like, and they're all in the same conversations. And and you're right. I think it's tricky if you're new into an organization, be it an external consultant or a new join, when people talk in rhythm and rhyme and acronyms, it's quite tricky if you're a junior person in the room to put your hand up and say, I have no idea what any of that meant. <laughs> Absolutely. I think it's so important. And we were talking just before we hit the record when I was at Tesco and certainly whilst I've been at other companies consulting, there were loads of Tesco acronyms that began with T, you know, Tesco something, something that, you know, you have no chance of understanding what that is as you, as a new starter or, or as a partner working with the company. And sometimes even if you are within the company as well, let's be honest. I mean, all, all companies do this. I'm not pulling Tesco out as particularly bad. I think actually arguably Tesco did have a better understanding of what the acronym actually stood for, to be fair. But I always like to to just understand, you know, certainly when starting working with, with a new client, understand what are the acronyms? What do they actually mean? What do they not just both stand for, but what do they represent, I suppose? And it's quite interesting how varied it can be. So it's always worth, whether you're short in the tooth or long in the tooth, always worth asking and challenging, what do we mean by this particular acronym or that particular acronym? Yeah, and it, it, it needs a crib sheet somewhere for new starters that somebody keeps up to date. I remember <laughs> the one that the one that I took ages to get and I, I'd wrap my brains and ended up asking somebody was BTC, Boots the Chemist. And it was in all these documents in all these places. <laughs> and uh, I'd be thinking business technology center. I had no idea what it was. And someone said, well, it's Boots the Chemist, obvious, right? It's like, well, clearly not to me, clearly. But yeah, stuff like that that catches you out, isn't it? When it's, it's not, it, it's difficult to contextualize just, off the bat. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And and often that can make the conversation all the more confusing, let's be honest. So that's number two for the, the three we're doing pre-productivity and transformation. Do you want to tell us about what we're going to do in the final pre-productivity and transformation podcast? Yeah, so in a few episodes time, we will once again be getting together 
And we're going to be diving into the four pillars that are really forming such a key part of our day. The four pillars are around customer, colleague, cost and change. Now, why these four? Because there are so many aspects to be thinking about right now. But through quite a bit of discussion, actually, we ended up on these four pillars because out of everything that's happening, it's these four that you've really got to be thinking about in the sort of the harsh, competitive and financial situation that we find ourselves in right now. These are the four you've got to be thinking about to really make sure that you are on top of your performance. You are on top of where your business is now, tomorrow, next year and and five years time as well. And I think as we go through the day on the 15th of September, Productivity and Transformation, we're going to be diving into each and every one of these to, to explore what are the challenges and what are we, the retail industry, doing. We'll be hearing from lots of different retailers in the room. The whole aim of the day is to encourage collaboration, encourage communication and conversation between retailers, particularly if they're non-competing, obviously. <laughs> To, to to get people talking, get people sharing ideas. And that's what's what's going to be a fantastic moment for, for you and I to be able to step back and see, right? Absolutely. Yeah, looking forward to it. And I think we won't go into too much more detail on the four pills on this one. We'll, we'll save it for the next one. But those are the, really the the underpinning principles of success, I think, is where we got absolutely. to. Absolutely. So do make sure that you subscribe to the Rethink Productivity podcast, Simon's podcast, And my podcast, The Retail Transformation Show, both are top 10 retail podcasts in the UK. So definitely worth a listen up to and after the event for sure. Simon, thank you so much for joining us once again. It's always a pleasure to spend time with you and looking forward to to catching up in September. Absolutely. Pleasure. Catch you soon. Cheers, Simon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.